Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Man, I'm not sure that I've ever scarfed down a salad as quickly as I just did in my entire life. All right, welcome in to the Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake. For the next three hours, we'll talk sports, plenty of non-sports items that we'll uh, get into. I'm going to start calling you Joey, or Jaws. (laughs) Jaws 2. And I'm going to start with a non-sports item here to kick off this show. I appreciate you listening, and I want to give a special shout-out to a guy that I I met when I was walking into the building. The the UPS driver, Joe. Shout-out to Joe. He has some very kind words for me. I appreciate it uh, because he has been a longtime listener at my other stops. And uh, I, I just, I love it. I, I love when people, and look, people don't have to acknowledge you. Uh, there are people that will like your show, hate your show, love your show, whatever. But it's always cool that people appreciate what you do and your perspective that you bring. And so shout out to Joe. Uh, for delivering me a package. Actually, he was like, oh, wow, I'm bumping into you and um, dropping off a package for you. I'm like, a package? Did I get goodies today? Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. You had an extra pep in your step when you were carrying <laughs> that box around. Now I know why. Thanks so much, Look at man. You go. Thanks so much. All right, so we'll get to some sports stuff here in a bit, but I actually wanted to start off the show with a very interesting story that I saw about the founder of Hobby Lobby. Okay, David Green, he announced last week in an op-ed for Fox News that he's giving up his company and that he chose God over wealth. Now, he credited his faith and higher power as the true source of his, uh, of his success, noting that, quote, God was the true owner of my business and felt that passing the company down to his children – and grandchildren would have been the wrong move. Let me read this quote to you. As an owner, there are certain rights and responsibilities, including the right to sell the company and keep the profits for yourself and your family, Green wrote. As our company grew, 
that idea began to bother me more and more. Well-meaning attorneys and accountants advised me to simply pass ownership down to my children and grandchildren. It didn't seem fair to me that I might change or, or, or even ruin the future of grandchildren who had not even been born yet. When I realized that I was just a steward, it was easy to give away my ownership. Added Green, whose net worth is $14 billion, according to Forbes. And this news comes right after the, the founder of Patagonia uh, gave up his company a month earlier as, he, uh, as a means to fight the climate crisis. But this is my question as I look at this story. Because one of the quotes that I saw around this story is that being wealthy is a curse. Do you actually believe that being wealthy is a curse? Like, is that a real thing? I know that in life, everybody is going to have obstacles. There'll be trials and tribulations. Everybody will have struggles, okay? But being wealthy, a curse? 651-461-9226. Like, when you say that out loud, you're like, I don't understand. I don't get that. Now, now, I do get that when you have a lot of money that – There are a lot of things that come your way. There's a lot of attention that comes your way. There are a lot of people that are seeking out your assistance that comes your way. I get all of that. You become, even if you're not in the limelight, you're in the limelight. I don't don't care. I I don't care if you, like, if you're from a very, a very wealthy family, there's going to be attention paid to you just because of the family you're from or the wealth that you may have. Okay. But I don't think that being wealthy is a curse. I think it's all about how you go about your business on a day-to-day with the money that you have. And and I'll give you the perfect example of somebody that's wealthy and they um they understand their wealth, they understand the the good that they can do in this world and they seem to be operating just fine. With all the money that they have. And that happens to be Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott. She's got a ton of money. Okay? She is, I mean, and she's giving so much money out per her foundation. And I know that she, now now it doesn't mean that your dating life is going to be the greatest. Okay? Because you might, you might stumble. You might stumble across some people that just want to, you know, they might what? be go- they might be gold diggers. No. They might be gold no, diggers. Never happens. But never happens. But l- I I think that this is oftentimes said though, that money brings a cursed existence. And this is the reason why I think a lot of people think this way. Is because we hear the horror stories all the time about people that win the Powerball, people that win the mega millions, mm-hmm. and and, and to me, there's no excuse for you going broke, but they just they they have struggles with family members. They have struggles in and just across the board. I think you become a target when you've got money. No question, no question. But I'll ask you this: okay. If you were to hit the Powerball or Mega Millions, I'm playing on Saturday, so you can tell me do, on Monday. Do, I'll be do, you, do you think that you would that you would have problems? Yes, I, I would have problems. They would be different problems than what I have now. But you're going to have problems no matter 
what part of life, you, you know, whether or not you're rich or you're broke, you're going to have problems. They're just going to be different problems. No, no we all have problems. I'm talking strictly from a financial mm-hmm. perspective. If you became a wealthy person overnight, do you do you? Th- I mean, what what do you think the nature of your problems would be, Chris? Because this is the way that I view it. My, well, my my problems would not be financial. If that's what we're talking, like my problems, if I win eighty no, million dollars, no, that's not what he's saying. Okay, what he what he's saying is it's a curse in that there's so much that comes with having the money that. Your life is dramatically altered. So many obligations. And, and, and well, what is your focus? I think that the founder of Hobby Lobby, I think that he, that he is right and that you should think about, you know, your spiritual faith. Like they're deeply rooted in what they believe in with their church. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that because to me, at the end of the day, um, do I ever think that I'm going to be a billionaire? Of course not. Okay. Do I think that I'm going to be um, a massive, you know, I'm going to have like 20 or $30 million? No. When we talk millions, no question. Okay. No question in my mind. But at the end of the day, okay, at the end of the day, how do you proceed Mm -hmm. on a day to day? And does that ruin your quality of life? And when we talk about quality of life, there are people that are wealthy, there are people that are rich. Their quality of life, though, still sucks. I think it's how you handle it, though. I mean, th- there are some people that they they are not able to balance these external factors with the the stress. Like you just, no matter what, you can't. There are some people that can handle it. I feel it's you know, it, I mean, it's it's a case by case basis. If you're asking me personally. I would feel a different amount of stress. Would I feel obligated? Yes. But at the same time, I think that's where you need to surround yourself with people that you can trust. But then that becomes the problem because all of a sudden everybody wants to get in to that inner circle. And then if that deteriorates, then your quality of life can go down because you've got this extra stress and anxiety that granted is self-inflicted. But it's a matter of just making good decisions, too. In a separate interview that he did with Fox and Friends, he said that 100% of the company's voting stock has been moved to a trust. Separate details of how he's given away the company were not revealed. But this is the quote of all the quotes that, to to me, was one that, that stood out. He says, wealth can be a curse. And in most cases, if you drill down on it, wealth is a curse in terms of marriage, children, and things of that nature. So we're stewarding our company and therefore our children come to work and they get what they earn. What's and this seems so elementary, Henry, but what is the point of going out, making this money and being successful if you're not doing it to help your family? If you're not doing it to set up those you love like i i understand wanting to be a philanthropist and i'm i, I don't think that that's his point i i think that I, I don't think his point is that what is the point of making money i think that the point that he's trying to make is that with the money your life is so dramatically altered and i i can kind of see that in a way well i give you a perfect example in 2020 what do we have now we have a million different shows about housewives 
Yeah. About the Kardashians. Yeah. We, and that revolves around economics, does it not? It It does. But I guess what I'm having a hard time with is I understand wanting to have your kids work for, you know, earn it. You don't want to just give people things. You want them to earn it. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I am of the belief that you need to work for what you have. But at the same time, if you're in a position to give your family a head start or be able to pass down some of your wealth to your family, to other individuals, like, why would you not want to benefit them? Because you've had all of this success and – you're not willing to share it with your family. If I'm the family, like if I'm, you know, if, if my, if I did, that's my some daughter. People, some people don't put the emphasis on money like others. Yeah. And some people are just different. Yeah. And, and, and I actually don't have a problem with yeah, that. And I'm not, I'm not even saying it's about money. It's about the gesture that I feel like you're freezing out your family. Like you, you work off, you work for this, but then you know what? I'm not going to give it to my family. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, give it to my kids and my grandkids. I'd rather, you know, do a. Compl- I feel like there's got to be a middle ground. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't have uh-huh. a problem with that. I really don't. They work their ass off for yeah. it. If they say my grandkids got to work their ass off mm-hmm. for it, I really, I actually don't have a problem. But it doesn't with that. mean your grandkids aren't gonna work. You know, it doesn't mean that their work ethic is gonna be less. I, 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 I see what you're saying. I don't have a problem with it though. Six five one four six one nine two two six. If you want to use the cities, cities one plumbing talk and text line. All right, coming up next, there's a narrative that continues to play out, and it has to end immediately. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. When I see the headline this morning that says that Shell earned more than double in the third quarter than they did in the second quarter, that profits jumped to... $9.45 billion from 4.13 in the same period last year. I think one thing. I think about people that continue to run with the narrative that gas prices are Joe Biden's fault. And I know that we're all sick of inflation, and, and, and that's the, you know, we hear that word thrown around all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we hear about, because prices are up, not just here in the United States of America. We're talking about globally, we're all having a lot of issues. It's worldwide. It's not just here. But why is that still a thing? Like, why is that still gaining traction that it, it's, that it, when we, anybody that pays attention will understand that we've got greed going on mm-hmm. when we're talking about these major profits, okay? We should all wake up and understand who to be upset with, who to point fingers at, and I think that we'll all be a little bit less stressed. But it, it doesn't – it's easier, though, Henry, to blame the president when – What if it's not accurate? It doesn't matter if it's accurate. It's easier. It should. It, it should, but it doesn't. Like, you can lay out things, like you said, right here. 
$9.45 billion from 4.13. Again, that's doubling their profit. Shell's earning more than doubled in the third quarter. That is corporate greed. But yet it is so much easier to blame the president. And listen, we were blaming Donald Trump for things. You know, when we shouldn't have been. We're blaming Barack Obama when we shouldn't have been. Every president gets blamed at times for things that, yes. that that's not their fault. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it takes work, Henry. It takes energy. It takes effort to go out and seek out these facts. And if there's something out there that might not agree with what the narrative that you want to tell is, they don't care. This will be ignored by the people who want to blame it on the president. You could put it out there, but they're not going to read it because they choose not to. I mean, you can have. I just think for accuracy purposes. Well, I mean, we're way past. That. I mean, am I going to blame you for gas prices? I have I, just, I'm mad at I'm mad at Chris Tubbs. I have just as much to do with it as Joe Biden does. So if you're I'm paying, mad at you, I'm mad at you now. Okay. I'm mad at you. Well, I mean, I'm mad at you. Pick a Be, number because exactly. Yeah, yeah, because of what I'm going to go and pay at the pump tomorrow when I go you fill up my, I'm, my tank. I'm, I'm mad at you because <laughs> I got to pay more at the pump. See? So we can be mad at each so other. So we're just going to be mad at each other. We're going to be mad at each other. Accuracy should matter, though, man. It absolutely should matter. It should, but I mean, we don't – there's a portion of this country that does not live in reality, though. That's the thing. There's a portion of this country that you can lay out the facts objectively and nonpartisan. Like, this is coming from London, okay? They're not a Democrat or a Republican. This is a factual report that's coming out of London that is in England. Now, there is one thing that I was would say, and okay. this is um, about Joe Biden, that – you know how, like, when the prices go up, mm-hmm. you know, he gets incensed, he gets upset or whoever, right? But then when the prices go back down, then it's like, you know, g- give me credit. I, I, I'm not inclined really to give you that much credit when the prices go down. Yeah, no, Joe Biden does not deserve the credit when the prices go down. Just like he doesn't deserve the blame when the prices go up. I mean, I'm not going to thank Joe Biden if I'm paying $1.49 a, a, a gallon. And I'm not going to blame him if I'm paying 409 a gallon because I know that this is nothing but this this is this is corporate price gouging. This is what it is. It's price gouging. It's got nothing to do with politics. It's all price gouging. We've been talking about this for quite some time. We are getting gouged. Um, these different companies, they know better. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They have us in a spot where they feel like they can do whatever they want. That's why when, when everything went up with the uh, the airline prices and stuff like that. Yes. It's like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? But people got to fly. People got to travel. People got to do this. People got to do that. It's super frustrating, yes. but you feel stuck. You oh, feel trapped. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a text here in the city's one uh, plumbing uh, talking text line. Are you suggesting that if Trump was in office, Democrats wouldn't run with this platform? They probably would. Absolutely. But it doesn't make it right. That's, they would, they the, and that's be, what we're saying. They would be just as wrong as the Republicans are now. That's, that's what we're saying. And, that, and that's just it. So that's the point of this conversation. W- would, the, would they run with it? Yes. Would they be just as much in the wrong? Yes. Because they would be spreading the same misinformation that we're hearing about who is to blame. 
So, yes, they absolutely would. But it doesn't make it right. And that's bingo. Bingo, And that's what we're talking about. Coming up next, do you call him Yee? I call him Kanye. Yee! Regardless, I'm over him, have been for quite some time. And quite frankly, he's not being canceled, people. He's only being held accountable. I explain next on The Lake Show. Kanye West continues to be in the news for all the wrong reasons. After all of the anti-Semitic comments that he's made, um, just the way that he's conducted himself, um, he's been dropped from several different partnerships. Um, The big one here in the last, what, 48 hours is Adidas, which they took their time. Um, I'm sure it's probably a legal thing, and they said, we're done with you. We're over you. Okay, CAA, who represent them, they, they've dropped them. And according to reports, he went from being a billionaire to worth, was it $400 million? Um, he put out a, uh, an Instagram post. I thought his Instagram post was like, I thought he was like banned. I, I don't know. I'm not on the gram. I mean, I knew he was banned from Twitter. I thought Twitter and Instagram, I thought, were shut. But, but what do I know? I don't follow him on Instagram, but it's part of the story here. Uh, he put up a post. Ari Emanuel, I lost $2 billion in one day, and I'm still alive. This is love speech. I still love you. God still loves you. The money is not who I am. The people is who I am. West wrote on Instagram, the uh, the post comes days after Emmanuel, CEO of Endeavor, urged companies to stop doing business with Kanye West. This goes back to a conversation that we had a little bit over a month ago. And it has to do with not worshiping celebrities. I think that when we start going down the road of worshiping celebrities, we as a society, we end up in bad places. It's one thing to admire someone, okay? Because I admire people that aren't even celebrities. They're just good people. We all do that. Like you admire your dad. You admire your mom. You might have a sibling that you love, right? We get all of that. But worshiping is going to a different place. People that worshipped R. Kelly, get out my face. People that worship Elon Musk, get out my face. People that worship Kanye West, get out my face. People that worship presidents, all of them, get out my face. It makes no sense. You can admire someone. You should not be worshiping people. And to me, when we go down, you know what we end up doing? We create monsters like this. We create the Kanye West of the world. That's what we do. And and, and you have a person right here that spirals out of control, and they say the most ridiculous things in society right now and are creating hate towards people in specific groups. And it just... It blows my mind that we allow people to tell us how unbelievable they are 
and then we fall in love with that narcissist type of talk and thinking, and then it just grows out of control. When Kanye West told everybody that he was a genius, it should have been shut down right then and there. You are not a genius. Don't talk to me about being a free thinker. What does that even mean? A free thinker. You got to shut stuff like that down. Elon Musk, no different. You inherited your wealth. You ain't special to me. When people call themselves something and then they project that, they want their fans, their followers to reciprocate that. Like they want them to tell them, I'm a genius. You know what? Yeah, you are a genius. Yes, you are. That's part of the problem that they they put this narrative out there. This is how I want you to view me. So I'm going to say it. And I want you, because you're a fan of mine, you are going to believe it. And you're going to tell it back to me. And guess what? All of a sudden, other people start to say the same thing. And then you start to believe it. And we have so many people in society amongst us, even our our close, like, like friends of ours, because mm-hmm. I've had to check people, too, where they're like, oh, man, you don't understand what he's doing, man. He he he's playing. He's playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. Are you dumb? Yeah, I, I never get that. I, are, are you are you that dumb? You think that this dude is on like some some plane and he's doing he's got something that he's putting together because that we all can't figure out like he's. Neo in the Matrix, stop it. Because that is the essence of worship, of hero worship. But he's got people that are telling him that because he put it out there into the universe. No, and, I'm talking about the people that we know that should know better than that. Right. Well, that's that's what I'm saying, that they are saying he's on this different level intellectually because he told us he is. Even though it might sound ridiculous, we have people that are are – Willing to accept it. And, you know, you're talking about hero worship and admiring different. And here's something that I think is a problem, though, Henry. People admire different people for various reasons. And you admire people for wrong reasons. Like there are people that will admire negative qualities in people. Yep. And and that's the problem that not everybody admires the same people for the same things. So what you and I might look at as being, you know, admir- admirable, somebody else might look at it and say, well, that's crap. Like I, I, I admire, I mean, Kanye West, he, I mean, I just saw it today kind of to circle back. He wanted to call an album of his, what, like three or four years ago, Hitler because of a long admiring admiration for Adolf Hitler. Unbelievable. Like, and that, to me, is like... You deserve to be canceled. It's, it's, it's a big problem. And I hate when people say, well, you're canceling somebody. It's cancel culture. No, it's accountability. Exactly. Because when I was a kid, I was taught that, you know, actions have consequences. We talked about it last night. It's, it's these buzzwords that people like to throw around. It's accountability. CAA stopped representing West amid a growing call to boycott the rapper's controversial remarks about Jewish people, which led to his Twitter and Instagram's accounts being restricted. That's how I was kind of surprised by this Instagram uh, post that he put. Over the weekend, his comments also emboldened a group of demonstrators in L.A. 
to give Nazi salutes over the 405 freeway. Yes. Hanging a banner that read, Kanye is right about the Jews. This despicable, despicable, disgusting people. And to me, Kanye West is a gross human being. I said this years ago that I walked out of that concert, and I'm so happy that I did when I was there and he was rambling at the end of a concert about how great he was and who he mm-hmm. was. And, all the, and, I, and I turned to my group and I said, we're out of here. I didn't sign up for this. This dude is nuts. That should be your He's first on warning. his rocker. That was the warning then. Yep. That was yep. well over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. That was, this was like 2007 or eight. And I said, no, nah, I'm not here for this. The music, mm-hmm. these, the, the two albums that he's been doing, that's cool. But what is this rant? I'm not here for this. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, and you mentioned the the 405. We got a text that came in on the city's one talking text line that said that almost verbatim. Like when you were, I, I don't know, maybe you you texted this in because no. it's almost like the same thing. Wait, what do you mean? Well, one thing that blows my mind is a picture of the white supremacist on the overpass with the Kanye was right sign. Oh, yeah. So what? Yeah. They're on his side. Have no, we, I'm looking at the Variety article here. Okay. Yeah. Have yeah. we gone through the looking glass? Like that is the text that we just got through when you were mentioning that. Yep. I was like, I, I was seeing and, and hearing it. But I mean, the thing is, again, if he wants to be viewed as a genius, he's going to tell you that he's a genius. Some people are just terrible people, man. That's yeah. just how you, this is how you got to look at the it. The more narcissistic you are, the more you're going to tell people, hey, I'm good. I'm really smart. I'm good at, you know, I, I'm a great person. I'm not fooled. And no. I hope that people aren't either. Yeah. That's just the end of it. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully people are starting to realize. All right, coming up next, hey, World Series. We've got a big payout for a Houston Nationals World Series victory. We get to that next here on The Lake Show. Oh, my gosh. All because he heard that damn commercial <laughs> in the break. Yes, now, all of a sudden, Christopher Tullis wants ice to... Ice fishing. Can't stand for the ice. <laughs> ice. Ice fishing. All right, stop. That's, I'll have to go back I and can't bl- why, w- why would you do that? <laughs> why w- terrible. Why would Just I? Terrible. Of course it's terrible. It's, it's tacky. That's, it's what I do. I mean... Um, yeah. Let me text Brad right now. <laughs> Brad. Um, Chris is playing... Ridiculous, unapproved bumper music. Unapproved. Can you please take money out of his check? <laughs> you take any more, I'm going to be paying it. Because <laughs> I'm paying for all that gas. Which, by the way, I'm still mad at you. Oh my gosh! Now, you got to help me with the last name because you live down in Houston. Okay, Jim Mackinvale. Mackinvale is that how you Mackinvale, pronounce it? Yeah. Mackinville. I, th- I thought it was Mackinville. Yeah. He's been forever known as Mattress Mac. Yeah, we just call him. Because he's the him. owner. Yeah, we just call him Mattress Mac. Yes. Yep. He knows. I mean, think about how much money he's made off of being oh. Mattress Mac. I mean, it's it's a get, he doesn't He could get out of the furniture business. Yes. And people would still know Mattress Mac. No like, question. No question. He's He's a celebrity. Oh, he, he, he's he's a celebrity, a bigger celebrity than Marlon's man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like like like, like it's more specific to the Houston area. Yeah. But if you follow sports and specifically just when we talk about big bets, mm-hmm. World Series, it's not just World Series, also Super Bowl stuff, whatever. 
he he's the guy. Mattress Mac likes to put a little – he likes to have a little skin in the game, as they say. Yes, he does. And more than a little skin. And a lot of times it'll work out in his favor, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, but he also loses a lot, too, okay? <laughs> that includes his uh, $3.25 million he bet on the Houston Astros to win last year's World Series. That would have returned – million. This year... Poor Mattress Mac. uh, He has $10 million on the Astros, and he's just four wins away Mm -hmm. from winning $75 million. I'd say that's a pretty safe bet, too. I, I mean, no offense to the Philadelphia Phillies. But I, I oh, that's you're offending them. Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll offend Philly. Then I don't. I'm get. with you. I think the Astros are going to win. Yeah, very easy. But and I actually I'm rooting for the Astros. Yeah, and and what's what, and I hate rooting for the Astros. What's yeah? It's not quite as dirty once you realize that you can. Once you sell all your integrity and your self worth, you realize that when you come down to that level and root for Houston, it's really not that bad. You just got to lose all your. I'm all about my integrity. Oh, see, that's where you and I differ. But I, but I'm a, I'm a fan of Dusty. Yeah, Dusty's. Yeah, I think I think Dusty's going to get that first ring. The thing about Mattress Mac that even when he loses these bets, it's all covered by insurance. It's like nothing's out of his pocket. It's, I mean, it's a win-win for Mattress Mac. I mean, people love that he. It's will, called coming up in the business. Oh, absolutely. And one thing he does, like he bets on his own team. Which is great. I mean, he he will never bet against the Houston Astros. He will never bet, even if the Texans were to make some crazy dumb run in the playoffs, which would never happen because they're an awful football team. Like Mattress Mac would never bet against them. But people, I mean, people love this. Like they eat this up down in Houston. You know, good for Mattress Mac. Thing is, like this seventy million too, he gives it to the community. That's awesome. It, it's it doesn't go in his pocket. Yeah, it goes awesome. back. Yeah. All right, coming up next, let's talk some Minnesota Viking football. Because they're back in action this weekend. The Arrows on the Cardinals, the Purple Insider. Matthew Collar joins us next year on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.